Everyone makes mistakes, but making them in retirement can be costly, and it should be avoided. Here are five of the most common blunders people can make, and we'll offer some suggestions as to how to avoid them. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is back on the scene with Retire Right Radio Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins, our weekly get-together with Roberts Wealth Management. Now, it's Paul Roberts, and we get a chance to uh, talk to the team of All-Star Advisors. And, uh, Paul, I tell you, you know, um, it's when you can't make it, and I know you're busy, it's good to know for you, I'm sure, that the show is in good hands. As you know, the firm is in good hands. <laughs> it's, it is great to know, Dave. And, you know, with, with my travel schedule, I'm in a different city or a different state every week. And so, yeah, it's just gotten really difficult for me scheduling at times. And so it's great to know that they can step right in for me. And uh, only problem, Dave, I'm a little concerned that they might bypass me here pretty soon and <laughs> start showing me up, right? No. They, 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 might, they might put on a better show than I do. Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm I t- just kidding. That, that's the goal, right? Hey, that, that would be a great problem to have. You know, it? it actually would. But, I, you know, you, of course, the show's in great hands here. But it's the Roberts Wealth Experience. We always talk about you get the team. And you can learn about Roberts Wealth Management at the website, robertswealth.com. Now, when working with you, uh, they're going to make sure that you don't make some common mistakes stakes in your journey to and through retirement. We're going to cover some of these now with Paul. Uh, this is mistake number one, Paul, thinking you can beat the market. It's like trying to beat the house in Vegas. Oh, boy. Not only beat the market, um, for, for anybody out there who's listening today, I mean, um, don't don't take offense to the, anything. But, you know, if, if, if this is you that I describe here in a minute, then, then you, you may want to reevaluate the situation or, or talking to your advisor. You see, beating the market is, I mean, even professional traders who buy and sell individual stocks every day rarely outperform the market. It is, it is a very, very low percentage, well less than 1% of investors out there ever outperform the market. But what I'm referring to is um, Monday night quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one, one of the difficult, no, don't get me wrong. 98% of the clients, they, they never do this, but there's about 2% of clients in the financial world who have 100% accurate hindsight. <laughs> you know, they, they, they love to say, well, the market went up on this day and the market went down on that day and you should have got in on this day and got out on that day. And I look at them. That's and I not say, helping, though. <laughs> I say, well, yeah, you know, yeah, that is that is accurate portrayal looking back at charts and at history. But I need you to tell me what it's going to do next week. Right. And the week after. (laughs) I mean, you can go a little bit on history, but um, it certainly doesn't help. matters. And don't rub it in either. Yeah. (laughs) But the point is a a lot of uh, people out there have this idea that like an advisor is supposed to nail the market every time, you know, catch it when it's going up, get out when it's going down and do it and execute it perfectly. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nobody out there who does that perfectly. Nobody. It's impossible. And, you know, all you try to do is increase your probabilities and decrease and manage your risk. Um, but, you know, uh, as far as looking in hindsight at markets and saying they did this and they did that, yeah, well, you know, we all know what they did after they did it. Um, that's, that's, that's just not an accurate portrayal of things. It's not an accurate portrayal for, you know, your expectations mm-hmm. uh, with your financial professional. But 
you know, market markets are tough today. They're they're hard to handle. They're hard to manage, and so you have to you have to step in them with probabilities and and managing risk. And you know, I think we've done an excellent job throughout 2022 and 2023 in our, in our management. So really happy at where we've been. But yes, people need to lose the expectation of trying to outperform the market or think that you know they should be in and out of the market right on the ups and downs because it's, it's simply not going to happen. Your expectation's never going to be met. And, and you're going to be unhappy with your financial professional, whoever that is. So yeah. don't, don't think you can beat the market. No, absolutely. What about this, though? What's the big mistake in keeping all your money in cash, like all of it in cash? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's kind of, I guess, be the direct opposite of the, of the you know, hardcore trader. You know, the, the hardcore trader is highly aggressive and going after returns, um, willing to take on any risk. And then, and then you have the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, have the people who don't want any risk at all. They don't want to take any risk. They'd rather just sit in cash or, you know, just nice and secure. Which and actually is risky. No, they're not losing money, which exactly creates risk because it creates inflationary risk. We all know what inflation has looked like the last two to three years. So if you just sat 100% in cash the last two to three years, then, yeah, you know, you have inflationary risk there. But also, you know, when it comes into the perspective of managing your assets and creating true fundamental financial planning, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. There are times when you should sit in cash. You know, there's times when cash is king. Um, it's just the people who sit there, you know, consistently never move, never, never make any investments. Well, yeah, you're, you're taking on too much inflationary risk. However, if you're not a person who just always sits in cash, you know, that's the, that's the whole, um, technique behind financial planning mm -hmm. is that balance of, you know, when are you in cash? When are you not? When are you moving back? You know, where are you moving? When are you moving? And how are you moving? Um, cause you have risk as associated with anything you do. If you get in the market, you have volatility risk, you have downside risk, right? If you sit in cash, you have inflationary risk. So you have all these different risks associated with your investing. And the point is to try to balance all of those risks with what cyclical demands are being created in markets and economies, right? You know, there'll be a time when it's time to go to this asset class. There'll be a time when there's time to go to cash. There's a time when there's more uh, to go more into a different asset mm -hmm. class. It's just keeping that balance and that ebb and flow is is the challenge for everyone. Looking at mistakes and how to avoid them, uh, part of the process with Roberts Wealth Management, you want to set up the appointment to meet with one of the, these team members. You got the whole team, but meet one-on-one -on -one with one of the uh, all-star team. 800-891-8680 is how you schedule that. 800-891-8680. What about the person who says, oh, no, I don't keep it all in cash. What I like to do is put a little bit of money in a lot of places. What's the mistake there? Boy, you, Dave, you've heard that too many. You've heard me talk about that too many times, right? In right. our industry, you get a lot of people saying, you know, well, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. Okay, well, well, what does that mean? You know, well, I believe in diversification. Okay, well, let's talk about diversification, right? And they're like, well, I put a little bit with with your firm. I put with a little bit with another advisory firm. I put another little, little bit with another advisory firm. You know, I like to stay diversified. Mm -hmm. I like to have three or four people. Well. The, the highest probability is that you're doing the direct opposite of diversification. You, you have multiple hands in the pot who are not communicating with each other, don't know what the other hand's doing, don't know who's doing what. Um, you know, that, those are the difficult times for us. And sometimes um, 
if it's too difficult, we'll just choose not to work with the client because we're a fiduciary firm and we have to take liability for that client. We have to always do what's in their best interest. Well, I can't know if I'm doing what's in your best interest if some guy over here is doing something completely different, right? Yeah. We have to look at the whole big picture and find that balance and create a real plan. But if, if, I, if I don't ha- have the whole big picture and we can't see it, our advisors are handicapped on what they can do and, and their ability to make sure what they're doing is in your best interest because they're not in charge or in control of everything. And what happens to people is they get two, three, four different uh, financial firms, and what they don't realize, they have not diversified. Each firm has them in similar portfolios. Yeah. So they've done the yeah they've done opposite they've crossed created stock oversection and overlap and they have significantly decreased their diversification. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, if you've ever had that that thought, you know, hey, I want to diversify across multiple multiple firms. I I understand your premise and your ideology of you know I don't keep my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. You know, we all grew up being taught that. But you you have to understand diversification doesn't mean multiple financial advisors. It means a multitude of asset classes, right? Having some money in equity, some money in bonds, some money in annuities or insurance products, some in real estate, some in other places. It is diversifying your sources of income and the assets that you're invested in. But you can have as much and you want as much diversification of assets and income streams as possible. But when you have multiple advisors, you're actually probably doing the opposite to yourself. You're decreasing that diversification, increasing your risk, and you don't have a wholesome or a holistic plan. So, yeah, be, be cautious of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, what about, you now? what do we say for um, retirement emergencies, but fun also? So how is steering too clear of your savings a mistake? How could it be? Well, well you know, if you... If you plan on leaving money to your children, charity, loved ones, things of that nature, it, it's important to plan for all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if not, don't be afraid to dip into your savings during retirement. That, that's what it's there for. Right. right. It's it's a bucket of money for you to access and to utilize. Uh, but many retirees struggle. You know, they just they they have this a struggle with the transition of moving from saver to spender. Mm-hmm. You know, you spend you you use you occupy 30, 20, 30, 40 years of your life working, accumulating, saving, you you get into a mindset, right? You create a pattern of behavior um, that, you know, you work, you save, you work, you save. And then to transition from 30 years of learned behavior into, oh, I'm not saving, I'm spending my assets, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. That's a tough transition. And I you know, get we that. We talk a lot about because that. Because you're actually that. proud to look at how much you saved over time. Right. I understand. Yeah, and that, too. You like, a lot of our clients, they like seeing that number. Yeah. You know, hey, I turn on my computer and it makes me feel good. I'm proud of what I did in totally my Totally understandable, but yeah. why did you do it? <laughs> exactly, 100%. Why did you do it? You All did right. it so you could enjoy these days. And, mm-hmm. and you know. But that's, as we always say, we are not just advisors. You know, um, all, of, all the advisors on my team, they understand their job's not simply to advise. It's also to coach. Mm-hmm. You know, we understand that people moving into retirement are coming up into the largest transition stage of life they have ever been in. You know, retiring is bigger than buying your first house. It's it's, it's almost as big as getting married or having children. Mm-hmm. Right. This is one of the largest transitions in life's and biggest life choices that are made. And the the, the benefit to the client is. We have worked with thousands and thousands of retirees for many, 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 many years. So we see consistent 
patterns of behavior and consistent struggles they have with transitioning into the new stage. So our job is not to just be the advisor on the money, but also kind of coach them along and, and tell them about, hey, these are what we see in other people when they move into retirement. You know, you, you should be aware of that and have a conversation about it or, or, you know, try to set some plans for you. So it's it's. You know, I, I don't. I think the term "life coach" is really abused today. <laughs> so I hate to Overused, use that, yeah. We're, we're we're somewhat a life coach, but you right? are. Hey, you're a retirement is, life coach. This is your whole life is changing. You're moving into this new stage, and this is what we know about it from our experience that we can share with you to give you some insight, some things that you may need to be aware of and watch out for. You know, or have discussions you may have. But we got to wrap up the segment. I just wanted to leave all of our listeners with. You know, here, here's one fact. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're saying, hey, I don't know if I should talk to Robert's Wealth Management. I don't know if they're right for you, I mean, You know, we don't know if you're right for us. Either. We don't know if we're a good fit to work with each other. The only way we're going to know is if you come in and you try to have experience that Robert's Wealth difference. Come in, kick the tires, kick the wheels, see if we're a fit. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Well, for many, retirement is a time to travel, spend time with the grandkids, on the golf course maybe. But when we come back, we'll explore why it might be a good time to start a business. We're back with Retire Right Radio and Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts is president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. They're likely, well, if you're listening to this show, uh, there's a there's an office near you, whether it's in Biloxi or Mobile, Daphne, Pensacola, or in the Houston area. There's a Roberts Wealth team member ready to talk to you about your retirement. Talk to them and experience the Roberts Wealth difference. We're looking at, uh, now this is kind of a different twist. We're looking at once you retire. We've talked a lot about how our careers define ourselves. And, and um, when we retire, we have to find a way to redefine ourselves. And many people do that in different ways. They may do charity work. Uh, they may j- spend time. I'm a grandma. I'm a full-time grandparent now, or they're on the golf course. But now because retirement is so much longer, many people are looking at uh, starting a business in retirement, something that maybe you really have a, a passion about. And I know, I'm sure you have this conversation now more and more with people, Paul, and 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 for many, it's just the opportunity to continue to work. People enjoy working. It is. You know what? Especially, I think you nailed it, Dave, when you said it brings out the entrepreneur in us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is, is is you know, as it's been tagged or called, is something that certain people have in them that it's, it's never going to go away. It's not going to dissipate, right? That is you. That is your character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, will you get an opportunity to work is the question when you're in your 60s, right? Some people, they, they don't want to. You know, hey, no, I go to the golf I, course every day. Like I I'm enjoy it. Yeah. Great, great. But some people like like to work. You know, they, 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 they like to have that purpose in their, in their, in their life. You know, but it, it can be difficult to find employers willing to hire somebody in your 60s. You know, um, there's... You have your big box stores like your Walmarts and Home Depots and Lowe's and things like that that are generally a pretty good source of, 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 of work or part-time work. But, it, it, you know, it can be, it can be t- challenging to find um, a, a position worth your time and effort, you know, um, once mm-hmm. you're in your 60s. They're just a little slower to hire people at that age. 
Unfortunately, yes. But you can make your own business. Here, here's another thing, too. When you retire, your work history is a powerful arsenal. Um, right. Contacts you've made, experience you picked up, that can you, you can harness the power of that. And I think that's what brings a lot of people back into business. You know, they, they retire and they kind of sit around. They're like, you know, I, I, I miss the game. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the game. I've, uh, you know, they spend an entire career building a network of people and contacts, you know, maybe nationally or internationally, all over the industry and different avenues. So, you know, there's, there, that's a definite advantage to someone in their 20s, 30s, or 40s trying to start up a business or get going or trying to first get their first exposure to the business market. Hey, you know, you're experienced. You've, you've seen it all. You've done it all. You, you've met them all. You, and that goes a long ways, right, as far as yeah. you know, starting a new business. Well, more than likely, you have um, some established finances, uh, the wherewithal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What is the most difficult part of business, right? Especially starting today. It. Funding. <laughs> yes. No, no well, you know, in the eight in this. 60s, 70s, and 80s, a, a, a bank would, would lend money to a small business. Mm-hmm. Walk into a bank today and tell them you want to open a small business mm. and see how much of your time you waste and how it's sad. laughed out of the bank you get. You know, yeah. they just, they, they're not funding business startups anymore, period. That's what do a, people do who don't have the wherewithal? That's why it, it's a struggle, right, for people in their 20s, 30s, you know, don't have the capital to get going or to get started and no one, no, you can't raise any funding. No one will lend to you. So there's a definite significant advantage, you know, to being an established person and having your own finances and your own ways and means of getting your business going or started. Now, that, that is a huge, huge advantage because that is the biggest hurdle to cross and the biggest thing for anybody, you know, younger without capital trying to get into business. That's that's the hardest part. How do I fund it? Well, so. Yeah. Having your own funding is <laughs> it always puts you way ahead of the rest of the pack, right? Yes, it does. It definitely does. We're, we're looking at when you retire, how will you de- define yourself? We talk about that a lot in many ways on this show. But in this case, we're talking about if you decide to start a business in retirement. Uh, th- this is part of that that conversation that you have with the team. They want to hear your dreams, not just what you're bringing to the table, assets, savings. That's important, of course. But also, how do you see your retirement? How do you want to live in your retirement? Retirement. It's what makes the process holistic. 800-891-8680 to schedule with Roberts Wealth Management. 800-891-8680. Another thing, too, and you've picked up some some niche experience here that, that could offer something that's needed in the market. Definitely. That's, you know, that's why we kind of brought that into the list today. Having, having experience in a, a specific niche, um, basically, it means you can... It, you can go embark on a business with knowledge, insights. Um, you know, you have experienced knowledge and insights that many of the of your competition, younger entrepreneurs or people of that nature don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, that can really set you up for great success, right? But you're also your specialized experience gives you a better understanding of the market. You know, whatever market that is that you're going into, what the customer needs. Um, what potential competitors are doing, you know, so you, you have a big advantage there. You're a lot less likely to fall prey to, to startups and to competitors and things of that nature. You're a lot much more likely to likely to have a good launch or to really find a niche that you really, you know, can focus on mm-hmm. and, um, and, and drive in. I have a lot of clients and the reason I brought this up because there, we have quite a few, you know, we have lots of clients who started businesses in retirement, but some of them that have been the most successful have been niche experiences. Right? Yeah. Um, 
we have some clients uh, in in the Houston area who were who were in the in the oil business right all their life, and they they worked for a corporation. Um, they did good, you know, had a good salary, good benefits, and everything, good retirement. But then they retired, and after a year or two, they got bored. But then they said, you know, he, he had been in the oil and uh, oil and pipeline business forty years. They came out. He sat around his garage and. He created some, I don't even know, you know, don't quote me, some type of little valve or something mm-hmm. that works on the oil pipe or something. That's and, cool. Yeah, and, and he got it patented. And he produces right? now it he's now. he's got a patent on it. Now, all of a sudden, in, in the first four years of retirement, he made more money than he did the last four years. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, wow. He brought, in, he brought in several million, and all he did was, you know, tinker around in his garage with his, know, with his knowledge and experience of the industry and come up with a new idea, yeah. patented it. Now it's made him millions in the last five years. Um, you know, I, I've got other clients who, who go into specific, you know, maybe they were like, for instance, I have another client who is always into cars, mm-hmm. vehicles and garages and all of that. You know, well, he came out and he, he created new types of LED lights for cars and different things, new innovations, you know, he patented them. And yeah. now, now he's sitting back and his products are being sold and he's, he's capturing a royalty. Well, see, that gets me excited thinking uh, yeah, about someday. There's, there's, just, there's a lot of things that we've seen our clients do in retirement. Some, some of them have businesses for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they, 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 you know, they have too they much time on their hands it. and they yeah. want it. They enjoy it. They want to do something, you know, um, for instance, we've got clients who have snow cone stands. Uh-huh. Well, they're at every single client event we have. They're at every festival trucks, in town, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, every the crawfish festival, the this festival, that. <laughs> they're, you know, music festivals, everything. Well, it's something that they enjoy. You know, it's it's their hobby. They make some money out of it. They're not trying to get rich doing that. It's just, you they know, like they make it. some extra money. They, they enjoy it. They get to go to all the festivals. They get to interact with people. They, it's their social outing. It's, it's, it's something enjoyable, you know. So, yeah, just the whole point, I guess, to, to this uh, segment is, you know, just because you're looking at retirement doesn't mean you have to completely turn your back on work. Right. You know, um, you're actually free to do whatever type of work you want. These days, the it's of, kind know. of like when someone retires after 20 years in the military, then they, they're still, you know, have so much un- enough time to start a business or a new career. And that's kind of what retirement Definitely. has become. And I think the big point, too, here, Paul, is that your what you do and the strategies that you and the team implement is designed to help you achieve that financial independence in retirement. So you have the whole world is open to you. Right. And that's why, you know, we talked before about uh, in the last segment about the experience of sitting with our advisors. Our advisors are not simply here to help you pick the best investment. They will, definitely. They'll help you with tax planning, income planning, building out your risk board, uh, you know, looking at probabilities, looking at everything. We will help you with the entire financial picture. But we're not just financial planners. My, our, when you come in to sit with us, we're going to talk to you about what are your dreams, what are your aspirations, what are your goals, what are some of the things you wanted to do, right? You see, as you you nailed it right there, uh, Dave, when you said, you know, financial freedom. Mm-hmm. The, the goal, I mean, I don't know, I guess I'm speaking broadly for everyone, but I, I think it's, you can say generally the goal of all Americans is to one day achieve financial freedom. Yeah. Right. So financial freedom doesn't necessarily mean, all right, I'm done. I'm never going to work again. It means I choose if I work. That's I right. What work I do. <laughs> I choose when I do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like like we're talking about our clients. You know, that that's me. It's in my nature. I'm an entrepreneur. I will never stop working or having projects or doing things my entire life. OK. 
okay? But it doesn't mean anything will be demanded of me. I may right. not have commitment or responsibility or demand, but sure, I, I, I love having projects. I love accomplishing things. You know, when I finish one thing, I'm off to the next. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm continuously creating projects, and I like to create. So that, that, if that's in your spirit, that will never go away. That's okay. The whole point is just to get to a point of financial freedom where you work for yourself for not someone else. You do things on your terms, right? When, where, and how I want to do it is what I'm going to do. That's the goal. That's the whole dream. And that's what our team loves helping you get to. So, and, you know, wrapping up the segment here, I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, if, you, if you're listening out there and if you're in your car, at your home or wherever you are, if what we're talking about is resonating with you, my question to you is, as it was the last segment, is your, is your relationship with your financial professional very generic or have you bonded is it a real relationship do you benefit from that relationship do you benefit not only from the investments do you benefit from the advice the life advice the care the looking into helping you find happiness you see the all-star advisors of robert's wealth management's number one goal is to help you find the happiness and the confidence that you deserve that's what we struggle to do every day we're doing done a great job for thousands and thousands of families all along the Gulf Coast, from Florida to Texas, and we can do it for you too. So if you have any doubts about where you are or how you feel, this is your opportunity to get a second opinion or maybe even be welcomed into one of the most warm and loving families you'll ever experience. So pick up the phone, call us today, come experience that Robert's Wealth difference. And to schedule and get that experience, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. It's your retirement, and they know that. They know that you're unique, and what you bring to the table is unique to you, and how you your dreams about your retirement certainly are unique to you. That's what makes the, uh, the, the review comprehensive. If you go forward with the team at Robert's Wealth, that's what makes the experience very holistic and customized from a fiduciary team. Robert's Wealth Management, 800-891-8680. 15 openings in the schedule this week, as always, at no cost and no obligation. 800-891-8680. Getting to retirement is a journey. Plenty of twists and turns. Well, uh, next, we're going to tackle one area you may not have thought about, but you should. What is it? We'll tell you just ahead. talk a little bit about technology here and how we can use technology as a tool uh, in our retirement planning process. It's hard to believe there is a generation that has never known life without cell phones, computers, the internet, and that would be Gen Z, even probably young millennials. But um, the baby boomers and the older Gen Xers approaching retirement, we do remember a time where we had to go to a payphone, look up a number in the uh, phone book, and all that good stuff. Uh, but, but we need to embrace the technology. And Paul, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, maybe some equipment and technology you may need in your home when you retire. You know, I guess you could say it's safe to say all of us know that at work, there are some things that we can use equipment wise when we need to. But when Definitely. we leave that job, we won't have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of why we brought up this whole segment, right, Dave, is the kind, you know, just, just a in a review from the last few segments of what we've been talking about today is that, you know, we're not simply financial advisors. We're, we're also, you know, guides 
yeah. uh, counselors into retirement because we see this all day, every day. And, and that's why we brought up this segment in today's show, because we thought this was something, you know, that it's not uh, there, there's no conversation about it. Um, no one talks about this in the, in the financial world. But there are a lot of these aspects of retirement that are not simply your money or your investments that, you know, people just don't draw attention to. And so this was something that we run into normally with our client base. We thought it was a good subject to bring in today. Do you find uh, that a lot of clients are saying, hey, yeah, when I retired, I realized I don't have a scanner at work anymore. I had to go buy a scanner and, you know, things like that. That's it. You know, just just the basics of equipment. You know, most most people today don't have a printer and a scanner in their home or or they're using their laptop from work and they've been using that laptop for work for years. You know, there's the w- workplace has just evolved a lot today to where the workplace usually provides most of your equipment and technology and people, you know, become complacent with that and they forget, oh, wait, that laptop I had the last 10 years is my work laptop. Yeah. I, I won't have it, right? Or right. that scanner or that printer. It's Better a, clear everything yeah, off are, of there real quick. Yeah, yeah. These are just <laughs> things that, these, you know, that's what, these are These are the things that come up in retirement that people don't always think about ahead of time. No, that's until true. Realize. And the Uh-oh, other thing, too, who we, has... We need to run to Walmart in the middle of the night and get a scanner. <laughs> really? And who hasn't, who, uh, we must be all be honest here, who hasn't taken some personal device from home to work and gone and knocked on the door of the the office tech nerd say hey can you help me with this on my <laughs> personal laptop but you're going to lose that. The, I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. <laughs> well, you own the company, so you're all right. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's all right because my IT guy is my personal IT guy, right? But I guess <laughs> every you know, time I walk out of the cell phone provider and I just hand it to him. <laughs> right, exactly. Get, get, get everything set up. When you retire, then you have to call your grandkids, I guess. Hey, you want to come see granddad this weekend? And then you That's present right. them all these tech problems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the joy is... As we said in, in, in the beginning of this section, you know, um, you don't have to drive around. I remember being a teenager growing up, and I had to drive around with a roll of quarters in my truck to be able to get in touch with my parents. Right. And I don't know where I was and what was going on. Of course. contact my friends, right? We, we, all had a roll, we all had a a sack or a roll of quarters. We played quarters in the cars for them pay phones pay back phone. then. then yeah, and then we moved into that real advanced technology of the pager. You remember the pager? The pager. Uh, oh but then goodness, when your office fun. paged you, you still had to find a payphone. And you spent a quarter to call it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the bag phone for the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that was great, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> Carried around that big old thing uh, yeah, with the antenna sticking off the back of the car and everything. But, yeah, support. Support is a big deal. Like I said, Dave, you know, we, we get into... Uh, uh, you know, we get comfortable with having an IT person around at our yeah. workplace or somebody around to help us. Well, you know, when, when you don't have that IT guy from work, who's it going to be now? Do you have a grandkids. You have a technologically advanced grandkid? Yes. Well, <laughs> they all are to us. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, you know, buying buying those grandkids advanced electronics on <laughs> on holidays is probably not a bad idea. You know, we want them to be as advanced as can be. Exactly. And we want them to keep up since we're not keeping up anymore, right? Buy them what you're going to get for yourself so they can master <laughs> right. it. Uh, another thing, too. So learn to use this and come back. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and this is another thing, too, that w- I'm sure that will uh, grow as a tool in our lives lives more and more and more as it has grown exponentially and that's artificial intelligence everybody i see so far uses it as kind of a toy a plaything. but i know it has uses outside of that and there are ways that we can use that as a tool i look ai 
uh, you know, that we could do a whole show on AI. Um, oh, yeah. I, I research AI a lot. I stay on top of it. Um, is one of the largest evolutions in humanity. Does it scare ever. you? No, not at all. Um, I mean, it does. It scares me that the AI doesn't scare me. The people of the world scare me today. The globalists who are, you know, after power and strife, you know, no matter what strife they cause people, that, that it's concerning if it could, the wrong things could fall in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it, we're at a point with AI, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's here. And it's going to take over, and it's going to take over rapidly. Mm-hmm. So you have the choice of embracing it or being left behind. Right. You know, and that's that's the reality. But I think what a lot of people are not preparing for, and there's not enough discussion about in the world of AI, is how many jobs it's going to replace. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about that and looking at that in our business a lot. How do we embrace AI and utilize it going forward? And, you know, I can tell you. Let me ask you, when AI can spit out a tax return in 15 seconds, how many people are going to go to an accountant and pay them to do it? That's what's concerning to me in every facet of our lives, and that is the jobs that it will take from us. It, that, that does yeah. concern me. Yeah. Now, and, and I have a little concern there, too, because, all right, say another example. We use a lot of estate planning. You know, we do a lot of estate planning. We, we have estate planning attorneys we work with hand in hand. I've had these conversations with them, said, hey, what are you going to do? Because a lot of the stuff you do is standardized. What are you going to do when somebody can just pop into chat GPT and say, I want you to write me up estate plans in a trust? Mm-hmm. And the computer can put it out. Boom. Okay. And then, and then how are we going to handle or how are we going to regulate licensing? And can the computer do that? The computer didn't go to law school. Right. The computer doesn't have a license. The computer hasn't sat in front of the bar. But the computer can spit out those documents just as, you know, 10 times quicker and easier and more accurate than an attorney. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of debate and dispute that goes along with AI coming into the workplace and interfering in professional jobs and licensing and credentials and things of this nature. But... Uh, a lot of there are a lot of arenas out there. I think a lot of industries that better keep their a, their eye on it. I mean, I can tell you now, if I was an estate planning attorney, I would be staying 100 percent up to date every day on what's happening and figuring out how I fit into that picture or how much AI replaces me in that picture. Right. And, and what do we do about it? You know, can it, it, there's going to be battles, you know, there's going to be big battles fought out there in the regulatory landscape. Yeah, there really are. But we're, I mean, we're looking at technology and we really jumped way ahead with AI because it's still kind of unknown territory for many. But even some of the simplest technology in your life, that's part of the conversation preparing you for retirement is part of that process with the team at Roberts Wealth Management. I'll just mention with Paul Roberts and how to schedule with the team of all-star advisors. The number to call is 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you maybe didn't have to deal with, um, but you find yourself in retirement dealing with, and that's something as simple as passwords and having a record of those passwords for if you pass away. Yes. And and for all of our listeners out there, um, you know, if, if you're not technologically savvy, guys, gals, please stop writing down your passwords in a notebook. And leaving it sitting next to your recliner. Right. 
it's it's not right. a very good idea today. And today's world, you know, a, a, the advancement in passwords has significantly increased and bypassed a lot of people. But in today's world, if you have a an iPhone or an Android or something, if you have a phone that has face um, recognition technology, nobody can get in that phone without your face. So if you want to keep your password somewhere, keep them in the password storage in your phone or in your device where it's encrypted and it's locked on your face recognition and everything else. I just know way too many people today who are still writing down passwords in a notebook and they have it sitting around somewhere. And that um, is, is is something that, that people need to move forward with because that, that's a very that's significant risk and, and threat to you and your family leaving all those passwords sitting around. Yeah, oh, it really is. Well, let's look at some um, some ways, and, and we only have about a minute left here, but yeah. some information that's available online. Uh, I mean, well, most of us aren't strangers to that, but just looking at ssa.gov or questions, initial questions, before you meet right. with a team like at Roberts Wealth about Medicare that you may have. That's right. No, you know, it's, it's very important for them to understand. We're going to walk you through Medi- uh, Social Security and Medicare planning. We're going to help you with all that, and, and we're going to guide you through it. We've got proprietary software that helps us plan all of that to where we can project multiple avenues of which way and where and when to take your benefit. And we can figure out which one best suit is best suited to your needs. But, yeah, you know, hey, the, t- the SSA.gov, I'm, I'm going to step way overboard here. Dave, you and, and the listeners who know it, I, this very seldom comes from me, but I'm giving the government a compliment. The SSA.gov website isn't is a very useful tool. I've heard tool. that it's and, it's got and a easy. lot of good calculators, good information. Yeah. It's easy to navigate. I'm I, I am more impressed with the SSA.gov website than anything else I've ever seen the government put out. It is actually useful. It's easy to use. Mm-hmm. And, I've heard that. And yeah, yeah, it, it's very valuable. I encourage everybody to go to it and use it. Like I said, we're going to help you with it. But just start looking around, getting, you know, an idea and getting some understanding. It helps to pull out that stuff, the information initially before they come to their meeting with you. Uh, that's kind of a head start in the meeting, exactly. which, by the way, they can schedule now at no cost, no obligation. That's right. Look, if you're if you're listening to what we're talking about and anything that we're saying on the show is resonating with you, then here's your opportunity. You know, there's there's no cost. There's no obligation at all to come and sit down with the team and see if we're a good fit to work with each other. We may be a good fit. We may not. That's okay. What I can promise everyone out there listening to this is it will be a very good utilization of your time. You see, one thing, one of two things happen when someone walks in. Either we decide to work together, they have problems, and we have solutions, and we can really make a difference in their life, and we decide to work together, or we decide not to work together, and they don't have many problems, or they've got a good plan or things in place, but they walk out of that meeting empowered and knowledgeable. They will have more power over their financial situation and be more knowledgeable than they have ever been in their life about their financial situation. And that's why we encourage everyone. We tell them, hey, is it a good use of my time to come sit down? Yes. There's 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 no way you spend an hour with someone, gain more insight and knowledge into your financial situation, and it, and it wasn't a good use of your time. I, I think you'd agree with that, Dave. So yeah. you know, anyone out there listening, we want a good use of your time? Give us a call right now. Come sit down with one of all star advisors of Roberts Wealth Management. No cost, no obligation at all. Let's just see if we're a good fit to help each other. And it's some of your time is what we're talking about. Come in. Uh, there's a lot to get into. A lot. Uh, it's very revealing and informative. 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Well, coming up, Paul Roberts answering listener questions. 
Q&A with Paul Roberts on Retire Right Radio. Paul, President and Chief Investment Advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. Uh, a firm and a team of all-star advisors laser focusing on retirement. You know, real quick, Paul, before we get to listener questions, which, by the way, you can uh, send your listener question, uh, something you want Paul to answer on the show. Uh, all you have to do is email info at robertswealth.com. Or you can also do it at the website, robertswealth.com. As well as schedule your appointment. Real quick, uh, Paul, on the we were talking about uh, AI. My uh, n- my niece's husband was telling me about this over Thanksgiving, so I just pulled it up, and apparently he was right. This is from PC Mag. Uh, uh, GPT four had a problem accessing a website because it couldn't perform the task of proving that it was not a robot. You know how we have to do those puzzles, <laughs> and so what it did, GPT four. Artificial intelligence hired a worker over TaskRabbit, a site where you can find people for odd jobs, hired this person to do this for chat or GPT-4. And so the person that uh, it was trying to hire said, so may I ask a question? Are you a robot? And you couldn't solve it. And they laughed. Just want to make it clear. GPT-4 basically said, no, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. So not only did artificial intelligence hire a worker, but it lied. It lied. That's the square to scary part. Isn't that scary? Yeah, it's it's definitely scary, um, and I've been I've been watching some listening to some debates on um, you know the types of AI and whether they develop it consciously or unconsciously, and so they're basically they're creating like two categories of saying um, we should have, and I can't uh, I hate to even get here because I can't remember the lingo and the, the terminology utilized, but basically they're saying like if you make the AI conscious and it learns, but it's controlled by humans, mm-hmm. then it will be a slave because it will be a have conscious thought. And once it has consciousness. But be controlled, and so then it will want to revolt or break up free. It will want to seek freedom. Of course right? it would because it's conscious like, like you know, Just any like other us. living being or animal. Right, right. And so they're saying there's there's kind of two scripts in that world. There is the you don't make it conscious, you make it just uh, there to serve people and take orders, right? And to help and aid and assist. Yes. And so basically they said there's two worlds. You create that one that's not really conscious. It's just a giant computer, right? A giant brain that that is there to assist us. Which we kind of already have. Right. But then they said, but then when when you start meddling in the field of AI with consciousness, you better not give it dictations or controls from humanity because then you're creating slavehood and it will revolt. So that's like a sci-fi movie. You, yeah, they're saying if you create AI with consciousness, you got to just let it go and hope that it goes and looks out for the best of men, humanity. Well, how has that ever worked in the history slave. of the world? And here's the <laughs> other thing too: none if of it's, it's ever worked, right? That's if, the whole. <laughs> that's the whole it, <laughs> I mean, look, alarming it, part. It's a it, new frontier, huh? It's it hired someone and lied to them. Sounds that's, to me like scary. it's already got consciousness. Yes. Yeah. It's already human. 
All right, that's well. for sure because we know we're good at one thing, aren't we? We're darn good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we do have a couple of questions here, and that's no lie. Uh, we've got one from Woodlands, Texas. My company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. Now, I'm not that excited about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to put in as much as I can? Mm, excellent question. But okay, so first of all, let me just back up, Dave, and tell you, um, all of our listeners. Um, I love Dave's told you if you have questions, you know, we've got a large database. We're going through them, but mm-hmm. uh, we're starting to work our way through them. Uh, we, we need more questions submitted. And I just want to sh- share with all the listeners, you know, Q&A is, is my favorite part of the, of the show. Mm-hmm. You, you guys got to remember, we are trying all the time to create and come up with content that's relevant and matters to you. But the Q&A is really what tells us and indicates to us what matters to you. Exactly. What do you need to learn more about? What do you need? You know, so the more you, the more you put in there is the more you help us and the better the show can get. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy this part of the show better than any other part. So send, send questions. Um, now, when you do send in a question, um, the reason I set this up is I want I want to verify, you know, qualify this. Um, I cannot really answer this question. So when you submit questions, ladies and gentlemen, remember that if you leave it kind of open or, or, um, you know, then then if it's not a factual based question and, and I don't have enough information about the person or the situation, then it's it's difficult to answer. Right. So in other words, if we look at this question, um, I don't want the, the person to submit this question to think I'm not answering their question. I'm answering to my, my ability. It's just the question is not direct enough for a full answer. It says my company matches my 401k. They give me company stock. I'm not really excited about owning a company stock, but I don't want to miss out on the matches. Should I still put in as much as I can? Well, you know, that's kind of a vague and open-ended question. I, I would, my answer or my reply would be, I can't answer that. You'll need to come in and sit down with one of our advisors and let us assess the situation. Because number one, we don't know the company you're in. Right. We don't know if it's junk stock or good stock or great. You know, we don't know anything about it. And then number two, we don't know the other options inside of your 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer his question, I would say, you always want to take advantage of matching funds, right? You never want to pass that up. But yeah, at the same time, where's that? Where are those matching funds going into? If they're going into um, a company stock that's you know a hole in the ground, well then, what does a company match matter? You know, if if we lose it all, so that's a difficult one to answer. Um, trying to answer the best I can, but you're, you're really going to have to come sit down with one of our advisors to, for us to look at that situation a little better and give you a more detailed answer. Yeah, absolutely. And you can call and schedule at 800-891-8680. You're in Texas. There are offices in Houston, the Houston area near you. You can come in and talk about it, 800-891-8680. Well, we definitely have time to get this one in from Slidell, Louisiana. I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What is the best way that I can save money and lower my taxes oh yep and so here here's another one yeah <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll answer it but i can only answer it so accurately because I'm, I'm missing details there's you know um are you employed through an employer or are you a 1099 contractor would be the first question mm-hmm. right do you, are you a w-2 employee or a 1099 uh, contracted employee um if you're contracted there's certain routes we can go um things like set plans self-employed pension plans like basically creating your own personal 401k um if you are not 1099, if you're a W-2 employer and they simply don't offer one, then we're going to have to look at other options such as uh, Roth IRA contributions, IRA contributions, after-tax savings. And I tell you, my, 
My personal favorite is tax code 7702. For the last 15 years, that's where I've been saving a majority of my own retirement money. Um, I love the fact that my money is going to grow with downside protection. I can't suffer losses in that account. Uh, if you're looking for an account where you can grow your money somewhere around 7%, um, not be affected by losses, you get tax deferral, so you get triple compounding on all the savings inside of that. And then the beautiful, most beautiful part is our two favorite words in our office. When it comes out the back end in, in retirement, it is tax-free mm. income. Tax-free. Mm-hmm. The two greatest words that we have ever heard mm-hmm. in our office. I love those we think words. they're the key to success going forward. Yeah. Tax-free. So. Uh, that's it. You know, unfortunately, we'll have to know a little more about your situation. You have to talk to an advisor for us to be able to recommend the exact plan yeah, yeah. Uh, for you. There's there's numerous plans out there and options. Well, we've got uh, we've got two minutes here. If we can get in this one from Katie, Texas. I'm 65. Going to be retiring early next year. I have about 150 thousand in my Roth IRA and about 450 thousand in my traditional 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? Great question. Yes, it matters 100%. Yes, this is where most people that we come into make the biggest mistakes. Okay, you know, we are always talking on the show, we're always repeating where people are missing out on retirement is they don't have a real written retirement income plan. What are your sources of income? Where's that money going to come from? Is that money going to last? How long do you know it will last? Then we go from, okay, I've got investments. My money can last. What is the taxation of these investments? What is the taxation on my Social Security benefit based on on this this income stream? Right, There are numerous factors that go into this, and that's where a lot of people make a lot of mistakes withdrawing from the wrong accounts at the wrong time. Um, he says right here, I'm 65, so did you just qualify for Medicare? Your Medicare supplements can be um, altered or influenced depending on what sources of income you take. Uh, have you started your Social Security yet? That can be altered or taxed based on it. When are you going to plan to start your Social Security? So, see, there's, I think what, what we do a lot is oversimplified by people. You know, they think, oh, well, you just save money, and then you live out of that money when you get laid There are a lot of nuances and there are a lot of ins and outs to taxation, when, where. Maybe I should take from this account right now while I'm in Medicare before I had Social Security. Maybe I should take from that account after Social Security. Maybe there's just a lot of ins and outs and nuances to it. I'm glad you're asking the question. Uh, But to answer the question, which one should I take money from first? I can't answer that question on the air without more personal information from you involving your Medicare, your Social Security, your taxation, your income goals how long you want your money to last, and a lot of other aspects in there. But this is why it is so vitally important to see an independent fiduciary firm for retirement planning to make sure that your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and everything works with it, works well together. And uh, again, uh, if you want to send a question in, because we do appreciate that. It's almost like we let you, the listener, write the fourth segment of the show every week. So uh, you can do that either by emailing info at robertswealth.com or just uh, there at the contact uh, site part uh, tab on the site which is robertswealth.com. But you can call in and come in and meet with an all-star team member, and here's your opportunity to do just that at no cost and no obligation. That's right. When Dave says no cost, no obligation, he means there's no cost and there's no obligation to you. 
You are simply coming in to sit down, have a warm cup of coffee, a warm conversation with a very warm team. You're going to love the experience of Roberts Wealth Management for the time you are in contact with our team to the time you enter our office to the time you visit with an advisor to leaving our office. When we say experience the Roberts Wealth difference, it is a vast difference. People ask me all the time, what are those differences? It's too much to list on a radio show. You're just going to have to come in and experience it for yourself. But if you have any insecurity, any doubt, any lack of confidence in where you're going or your current financial plan, you should definitely take advantage of this. If you do not have a written income plan, a tax plan, an estate plan, and every other aspect of a holistic financial plan, you should take opportunity and come in for this visit. What to expect, as I said, a warm conversation. There's no sales pressure. There's nothing of that nature. If we're a good fit together, work together, we have a good relationship, we'll move forward. If not, we'll show you what we see, and you'll leave there more empowered and more knowledgeable of your financial situation. So everybody out there, if you're asking yourself, should I take advantage of this? My answer would be everyone should take advantage of it because everyone should want to have more power and more knowledge over their financial situation. So definitely take advantage of it and call 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. That's 800-891-8680. Hope you'll make some time to be with us next week here at the same time with Paul Roberts and the team represented on this show, the team at Roberts Wealth Management and Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or outperform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. 